Welcome to the Career Confidence for Immigrants podcast. My name is Sonia Ortiz and I'm your host. If you're a newcomer to a country, this is not the show for you. But if you've been stable in a country for a while and you feel stuck with indecision, self-doubt and confusion about your career and you want to start feeling better in your day-to-day work life, then this is the show for you. Let's get started. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. So today I'm using, um, I place my mic in a different way, so I have no idea how this is going to sound, but hopefully it's going to be good. So it's the month of April 2021 already, and I've been doing a lot of uh, spring cleaning, not only in my house, but also in my papers and in my office. And I just really love this time of the year because it's a time of renewal and growth, right? And in other news, I've been doing a lot of mindset work to learn, to enjoy doing bookkeeping and accounting instead of being, you know, intimidated or anxious (laughs) by it, right? And I'm also taking some bass lessons. So I'm learning to play the bass guitar, which I've had one for like three or four years. But it's one of those things that like, unless I'm actually paying someone to like hold my hand, I mean, not literally, it's a Zoom class. (laughs) But unless I'm paying someone to actually, you know, keep keep me accountable. I have found it very, very hard to um, motivate myself, but it's something that I do want to do because, you know, we spend so much time doing stuff that it's very like intellectual, right? We, I mean, I like writing. I, you know, I take care of all like the customer support of my other businesses. So I spend a lot of time with like kind of emails and language and all these things that I really, really enjoy having that you know, creative outlet that puts you in that flow state, right? So I started working with a one-on-one teacher and I'm really, really looking forward to seeing, you know, where where my skills are going to go because, you know, when you do practice, you actually get results. Who knew, <laughs> right? So anyway, I just wanted to share that, some little life updates there. I hope you're enjoying the season as well, wherever you are in the world. And I hope that you're doing your own version of renewal rituals, however that looks like for you, because it's always fun to bring some some change, right? So in the spirit of change today, I wanted to do a, probably a slightly shorter episode because I want to start introducing some more Q&A or FAQ type episodes and experiment with that a little bit. And by the way, Q&A stands for questions and answers and FAQ stands for frequently asked questions. And because if this is your first time listening to the podcast, like there is, I just want to give you a quick rundown of the type of podcast episodes that that I have. So um, most of the 20 something episodes I have so far in the podcast are solo episodes where I basically teach a concept or a coaching tool. So an example of this is something like my episode called How to Think About Thinking, which is quite meaty. <laughs> it's, a, it's an episode that lays the foundation of how I like to coach my clients and coach myself. And you 
you may have to listen to it many times and even take notes before it actually, before it clicks, because it does get kind of, you know, philosophical. <laughs> so, but it's packed with information. And another one like that, for example, it's um, one that's called How to Process Emotions, which is almost like a mini masterclass on the concept of, you know, how to feel our feelings kind of thing. And we also have some interview episodes. So far, I have two of them, but more are coming. And those episodes are basically aimed at, you know, connecting. I want to connect with fellow immigrants and talk about their careers and their business, their life story, how they, you know, how they got where, how they got where they are. Yeah, that's what I meant. And, you know, what mindset challenges they have, where they want to go, you know and so on. And I also, oh yeah, I forgot. We also have, that is the first one that was published last week. It was an on-air coaching type episode. And so yeah, the one from last week is the first one. It was called Mailbox Anxiety Coaching. And these are public coaching sessions, like one-on-one that I do with another person. And they're meant for you to see what coaching sounds like. If you're ever interested in hiring a coach or booking a session, or you simply want to learn something about yourself by watching another person's thought process, those are very, very useful. And by the way, I will be opening some spots and sorry about my dog. <laughs> I will be opening some spots to get more people feature in the podcast in this on-air coaching sessions. And I will be sharing more about that in a few weeks. But all this to say that the type of episodes that we do here will keep evolving. And today I just wanted to address a very, very frequently asked question I hear from people looking specifically for guidance in their career. And so, yeah, today it's going to be more of like that Q&A type episode. And the question is, how do I find my calling? Now, this is a question that may come up at different types of times of our lives. It also, another variation of this question, in my opinion, is also how do I find my passion? To me, the two questions are kind of similar. And I think the way I want to structure this episode is just to give you a couple ways in which you can break down this question. Because the more you start understanding how your own brain asks questions, the more awareness you can get and the more you can start learning Um, how to coach yourself really, which in my opinion, it's also the art of learning how to ask better questions. You know, you've heard the the phrase, um, you know, the quality of the answer depends on the question kind of thing. I I seriously believe that. I think the, the more specific, the better your questions are, the better the answers will be. And I think this whole skill of breaking down concepts and breaking down questions is something everyone um, should learn because it can make our lives and our mental health um, better. So let's begin by defining the word calling in this question, right? So I like to use the dictionary, which is basically just opening Google and being like, what is the definition of this word, right? (laughs) So according to the dictionary from Google, a calling is a strong urge towards a particular way of life or career or a vocation. And then another meaning that was after that one I, the first one I didn't include it because it wasn't relevant, but the the other meaning that it's in there, it's a profession or occupation, right? 
And what's interesting in this definition is that it's almost implied that a calling is expected to be uh, related. You know, it's expected to be your career or at least, you know, somehow related to it, right? And this is not surprising considering that we live in a capitalistic society where there is this expectation that everything has to be turned into some kind of work or into a business or a side hustle, right? And so this question of how do I find my calling almost has two aspects to it, right? The first part is how do I find my calling? And then how can I turn that into a career? That is, I would say, what most people are looking for um, from, you know, from what I've been able to see, what, you know, Google search results were out there. A lot of it had to do with not only finding your calling, but also turning it into a career, right? And again, nothing wrong with wanting to find your calling or passion. Nothing wrong with wanting to turn it into a career or a business. That is literally what I have done and continue to do. And it's something that I really enjoy. The, my work philosophy, it's a little bit like well, you know, if I'm going to be spending so many hours per day working, because I, I do enjoy working, I might as well do it, you know, I, I might as well be involved with a topic that, you know, makes me feel passionate and makes me feel, um, you know, excited, right? But I wanted to say, um, I wanted to say some more tips and ways to break down this idea, specifically with the phrasing of the question, how do I find my calling, right? Because what's implied in that question of how do I find my calling is that a calling is something that exists out there of outside of yourself, right? It sounds very passive. It's like, I just hope that one day when I'm out there walking my dog, I will just find my calling, right? It's like we believe that this calling or passion thing, it's something that's just going to be waiting for us outside, almost like with a neon sign saying like, hey, I'm here, you have found me, I am your calling, baby, right? But here's the thing, that's not how reality works and that's not how our brains work because our brains need to believe before they can see something so in other words your idea of what a calling is needs to be clear inside your brain first before you can go ahead and quote unquote find it out there and I said it with some air quotes because the word that I like better in this case is the word create you don't find your calling, you create it, you make it, right? So the first reframe then that I would like to offer to this question is instead of asking, how do I find my calling? I would turn it into something like, how can I create my calling? How can I make my calling? I don't know which one of two. I, I kind of like the word make. But anyway, <laughs> if this is clicking for you, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's true. That's interesting. It's like, and then like your brain is having a lot of ideas. You're more than welcome to just stop the podcast. Go ahead, do a brain dump, write some ideas down. Um, yeah, just you have permission to stop it right here. And, you know, just go ahead. Think about it. What if you didn't have to find your calling? What if you created it? What if this is something that you make? Now, again, if this is clicking, it's inspiring, go ahead and go have fun with some answers to that, okay? 
Now, if you're still like, yeah, okay, like I know that I'm responsible for creating the calling. I know that I, I understand what you mean intellectually, but I also feel kind of resentful or bitter or frustrated that I haven't figured out what my calling is. Like, if this is you, then keep listening because there's another aspect that I want to bring to this question um, that I find can be improved and maybe the reason why you feel stuck with this type of questioning. So, okay, so the second improvement I want to bring to that question of how do I find my calling is that, I don't know about you, but the whole idea of a calling feels really big to me. Like, it seems like it's one of these ideas that we put like on a pedestal and they become really important. And what happens when our brains are faced with this huge topics, it's almost like this big philosophical questions, we tend to freeze. Like our brains just want to freeze because it's such a big question that there's no way to find an answer right now, right? And many people associate that word, that word of, of calling to like a life calling. Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't even say the, the, the whole idea of like life purpose. I, I, to me, that's all in the same bucket. I don't know about you, but for me, they're all very similar, right? And it sounds a lot like it's this one thing that you have to find out. It's a big decision that you have to make that will impact your life forever kind of thing. Now, if this idea of a calling makes you anxious... I mean, it's no wonder, <laughs> it's like so big. But if that's the case, then try breaking down the concept into smaller chunks. That is something that's always useful to do with any kind of big philosophical concept out there. Instead of finding your calling, what if we just begin by listing the five, you know, groups of people that you enjoy working with or what are your top five skills or fields of expertise what are the five things that people really you know recognize you and give you a lot of um yeah compliments or you know praise your work for for those things what are those top fives right and again i just say the word top five not because there's something magical with that number but because it gives a container to your mind it can be three things it can be seven things whatever but the essence here is that instead of thinking of your calling as this one big thing and trying to figure out an answer to that whole big idea you Think of your calling as a collection of smaller chunks, of smaller questions. And so you spend your time answering those smaller chunks of questions, if that makes sense. So one last thing I wanted to say about this whole idea, too, is that I know some people tend to say things like, oh, you know, I just found my calling. Maybe you have listened to some of this like podcast interviews where someone is like, oh, I just like stumble upon my niche or my business idea super accidentally, right? And then it's like you listen to that and you're like, fuck, how come I don't have that, right? <laughs> and I mean, even I have already spoken about the vinyl record business that I run with my husband right now, that we do call it a little bit an accidental business. I mean, we kind of do it because it's a fun thing to say. But um, I, yes, it was the idea of turning it into a business. It's not like we set a goal on paper and we were like, that will be the dream and we will work towards that. The idea of turning it into a business happened a bit accidentally, happened a bit organically, but 
it wasn't fully just an accident. What I mean by that is that, yes, we we stumble upon the the path to turn it into a business a bit accidentally, but there were already some things criteria that was really clear inside our heads like we like collecting vinyl we liked the challenge of you know creating something new something from scratch we liked to put our energies and we liked working together um we wanted to be able to have something we could run online like an e-commerce and so on so we had some criteria that was already clear inside our heads first so it was easier to kind of see see that, that thing as an opportunity because our head was already clear beforehand. That's what I mean. So <laughs> all this to say that you may stumble upon something that you call a calling, but moving towards it, act, acting on it, you know, making something more out of that calling does involve you taking steps into that direction. So in conclusion... <laughs> Instead of asking how you can find your calling, ask yourself some more specific and smaller questions. Things like, what skills do you like and enjoy? What skills have you mastered in your life? What things do you want to be known for, right? And remember, a calling, it's not something that you just happen to find and stumble upon randomly in life. It's even when you do, when you do find a calling a little bit accidentally, keeping that calling alive or living in agreement with that calling or taking action and turning that calling into a career does require conscious work, conscious effort and taking steps towards it consistently. So if you often have this question or if you Google this question, I hope these tips helped. <laughs> this can be a great question to have. I do find the idea of a calling inspiring somehow I do find it that it can be a, a thing this whole notion of something bigger than yourself that thought does inspire me sometimes but again you always have to evaluate how a, a question or an affirmation or an idea how it plays in your life the way you see whether it's working for you it's first of all how it makes you feel right like, that's what I said, is the idea of having to find your calling. Is that making you feel excited or is that making you feel anxious, right? Same question can have different impacts, right? So one way of knowing whether a question is useful is to see how it makes you feel. But then the other question, it's also what result is that question getting you? So if you haven't been able to make any kind of decision because you keep telling yourself that you haven't found your calling yet, so therefore that's why you can be happy or you can be successful in your career and so on, then you know that the question, how do I find my calling, it's not serving you right now and you have to ask yourself a different question or see the question in a different way. And that is exactly what this episode was meant to do for you. So yeah, that is why I want to do this little Q&A, FAQ type questions where you can have my perspective from the perspective of a coach to give you a new perspective and then you can go ahead and find find your own answers so i will definitely be doing more of these so if you have any questions or any comments send me a dm on instagram i love to um, hear from you i love to know what you're learning from the podcast 
And that is it for today. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're interested in learning how coaching can help you navigate career changes and achieve a better work-life balance, then make sure you check out my website at soniaortiz.com. You'll have all the information on how we can work together. Talk to you soon.